Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to The World in 10, your daily update on the biggest stories from around the world as seen through the eyes of the Times of London. I'm Alex Dibble. And I'm Rebecca Myers. Today we'll be hearing from one of our reporters on the front line in Ukraine and hearing how Russia has even impacted the BAFTAs. We're going to start today with this quote. We had to search for the blitz spirit Britain had in World War II. We found it. That is from the head of a hospital in Dnipro in Ukraine who are treating a river of wounded soldiers as they fight against Russia. Our correspondent Anthony Lloyd has visited for the Times on the ground and published a powerful, almost actually quite painful read that Mm. really takes us into that ward. Um, You see so many reports, but that piece really feels like it illustrates the brutal reality of war. And one of the things that the piece does is focus on a British doctor, actually, called Andy Kent, who is working in Dnipro, treating these soldiers. And Anthony, who is the senior foreign correspondent at the Times, he is now travelling across Ukraine. He's left Dnipro, but he found the time to send us a voice note and said that his visit to that hospital was very, very poignant. Hearing the doctor say, you know, it doesn't feel like a year of war, it feels like one long day. And then there's the accounts of the soldiers themselves. You know, warfare of a type we can barely imagine until you see it going on around Bakhmut. Massed artillery bar- barrages, extremely heavy casualties on both sides. I watched uh, Andy Kent cleaning the dressings of one platoon commander. In fact, he was a reservist. So this guy had a business, you know, importing fish up to restaurants in Lviv until he got called up again in the autumn, sent to Bakhmut. It was night. There's a sniper, Russian sniper, working on that position. This platoon commander stuck his head up to try and identify the sniper's position through a scope. Before he could, well, he did identify, he got shot straight through the wrist. It took his wrist bone out. He collapsed back into the trench and one of his mobilised soldiers started freaking out hysterically. So he had to use his good hand to slap the soldier to sharpen him up and say, look, get a tourniquet on me, I'm bleeding out here. And once the soldier had done that, he asked for a radio. He called in artillery strike on the sniper's position. And then, with an appalling wound, I saw the wound, you could almost see straight through his, his wrist. There was no bone there at all. Uh, just walked back. He said, I walked about five kilometres to an aid post, my hand flapping uselessly beside me. And Anthony's piece, which I'd highly recommend reading, 
actually follows another story in the Times today, uh, which I know you've been reading through, Rebecca, about a Russian soldier that's killed himself. This is a, a man called Sergei Gridin. He was only 20 years old, allegedly tortured by his commanders for refusing to fight in the war in Ukraine. Um, and in a note he left before he killed himself, he wrote that he decided to die here in my mother country without the blood of others on my hands. He also called for his commanding officers to be investigated and said they drove him to do that. It follows a number of other cases we've seen among conscripts. Um, at least five, as far as we know, have killed themselves, as far as we understand, since Putin mobilised 300,000 men in, in September to, to bolster the troops. So it's, a, it's definitely part of a bigger pattern. And these two stories are not the only ones involving Russia today. Come on, poisoned? Seriously? Now, the voice you just heard is Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He is speaking in a trailer there for a documentary called Navalny. And that documentary has prompted a controversy that has dragged in BAFTA, the British police and the British government now. Uh, a person who features in the documentary has been told by police not to attend this weekend's BAFTA ceremony. Christo Grozhev, who is the executive director of investigative journalism website Bellingcat um, and uncovers Russian wrongdoing, he learned this month that Russian assassins were targeting him. And police have decided he is a security risk and can't attend the BAFTAs. Now, he was going to go along because Navalny, the documentary, which he features in, is nominated for the best documentary. And the implication seems to be, remarkably, that Russian assassins could try to assassinate him while he's at the BAFTAs, or at least target him when he's out that evening. Um, Grozev himself says he is surprised uh, that the police have told him he can't attend. And on Twitter, he says these dangers don't stem just from murderous dictators, but also from having journalists' voices hushed instead of amplified by the civilised world they're trying to serve. How do countries like the United Kingdom, the United States and others stop China from doing whatever it wants? China, we know, has tightened its grip on Hong Kong, uh, which the UK said was an affront to freedom. And even very recently, there's been an increasingly aggressive stance towards Taiwan, uh, which China wants to bring back under its own control. Now, the former British Prime Minister Liz Truss, also the former Foreign Secretary, believes that she has the solution. During a speech in Japan, she suggested the creation of an economic NATO. The G7 represents over 40% of global nominal GDP. And if we add our friends in the European Union, we can get to over half of the world's GDP. Now that is a hugely powerful position to be in. And we need to use that economic power for the good of freedom and democracy. And part of her idea is that these countries should be able to send a really strong message to Beijing that military aggression towards Taiwan would be a mistake and offer that support to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if that sort of economic NATO was there, then that's the pressure that the West could exert on China to stop them doing whatever they wanted to do, I suppose. Um, again, this follows uh, President Biden making comments about the spy balloon. He's now wanting talks with President Xi. Um, has asked him to work with him to get to the bottom of that balloon and its appearance in US airspace. And whilst we don't know when those talks might take place, still a significant development on that story. Absolutely. All eyes will be on that meeting for sure. Sound of ball on bat, Rebecca. 
one of the is. one of the <laughs> finest sounds in all of sport. That is cricket, of course. Um, for our lovely US listeners, it's like baseball, but they hit the ball more often. Um, the story, which I'll come on to in a moment, is essentially about two legends of the game. Now, think Tom Brady in the NFL. He's playing at 45 years old at the highest level. He's, re- he's literally just retired now, but still. Um, Roger Federer, 41. I imagine you've heard of Roger Federer and Tom Brady, maybe. Oh, of course I have. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo is still doing the business at 38, but now we have James Anderson and Stuart Broad, who are 40 and 36 respectively, the English bowlers, who have now taken, in matches they've been playing together, 1,001 test wickets, which is drawn level with the great Australians, Shane Warne and Glenn McGrath. Incredible longevity. Jimmy Anderson has struck. He's got rid of New Zealand's best bats. And that is exactly what England wanted when they called that uh, declaration. Do you believe you can still be operating at the top of your game at 45 or older? Is that a personal question? Do I believe I? <laughs> if, that, if it's personal, absolutely not. But I do think it's fascinating. You're seeing these sportsmen and sportswomen continue well into an age that even, you know, 15 years ago, they just wouldn't have been able to play at. And I love the detail in this story that... The first time these two played as a pair, they took no wickets at all. So our cricket correspondent described that as, as a slightly misleading start from them both. And they are ahead of, I should say, the great Sri Lankans, Mataya Murilitharin and Chaminda Vass uh, on the all-time list. So well done, James Anderson and Stuart Broad. I've come to the heartbeat of the times to find out one or two things that we can look forward to with foreign editor Mike Smith. We've been to Moldova, the tiny country on the western edge of Ukraine. Uh, It's the latest in the region to fall victim to Russian dirty tricks. Uh, Attempts have been made to undermine its pro-Western government. And President Zelensky of Ukraine says it could be the next country to fall victim to Putin's forces. Uh, We've also got a profile Marine Le Pen, the leader of the far-right national rally in France. She lost last year to Macron in the presidential race, but she's fast emerging as the most plausible leader of opposition to his controversial pension reforms and many commentators there say now she's odds-on favourite to be the next president. That's it for The World in 10 today. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget, if you're enjoying the journalism you hear on this podcast, you can take out a digital subscription to The Times of London. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.